Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 78 of the Fresher and Parlance show. I am Parlance. And I am uh, Fresher. Sucks! I still don't have the eye patch working or my bottom third, which is really disappointing. Stupid hangouts! I mean, I just probably more on my computer than hangouts, I guess, but... I don't know. Have, have you tried turning it off and turning it back on? I did. I did right before this. That's... Probably part of the reason that uh, we're kind of late. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, this is uh, we did not have a tremendous amount of prep this week. Unfortunately, we were busy yeah. and then we had some work work stuff, and so we're just kind of coming into this cold. But I did I I was able to whip up some stuff, and I I think we're gonna. There is one segment that I'm actually looking forward to talking about. Um, <clears throat> but as always. Uh, you were uh, on a trip over the weekend. Yeah, so I went to, you... uh, like, I did a hackathon, which was pretty fun. It was, like, like more like a marketing thing. We did, like, advertising or whatever. But it was cool to hang out with all of my smart coworkers and work on code. We did it 36 hours straight, so we didn't sleep. We just, like, because we came up with a project and then, like, finished a whole product in uh, just the weekend, which so was why pretty did, before you like start doing that, why don't you uh, tell people maybe they don't know what a hackathon is? So why don't you explain what? Yeah, a hackathon I mean, well, that's is. basically what it is. Like, you just get a technical challenge, and then you have you work as a alone or as a team, and then you have to make a prototype or product to solve that problem in just the weekend. And ours was like it's software; it could be whatever. But and uh, we had like specific technologies we are supposed to use from vendors and stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much just a way for um, the company to make, like, some sort of competitive thing to have smart people come up with ideas, and then they get they get them for free. <laughs> this just in, people think you're smart. <laughs> I'm getting but, uh, a, I mean, because, I'm like, it's here, totally voluntary. So, like, people who, like, it's like you want to do it. It's, like, for fun. Yeah? No, I know. Um, I'm getting a little bit of an echo on your side. I think, did you oh, kill that or not? I need to turn my volume down. But, um, yeah, so that was super cool, but it was in the 30 Rock office uh, in New York, so I got a trip to New York out of it. And it was cool because our presentations, because we have to present our projects afterwards, I mean, like, when we finish them, because we have a deadline of noon, and um, the presentations were on the SNL stage, so, and it was right after the that was Sunday morning, and uh, the Amy Schumer episode was Saturday night. So, like, they had to clean it all up. So it was, it was like, pretty much the same set from the last skits that they had done. But it was set up so, like, there was a – we had, like, a uh, – as the judges were deliberating, we had, um, like, drinks and stuff, like, on the stage. So I was, like, I was drinking on the Saturday Night Live stage. That's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. Did you, uh, did you take home any prizes? Did not take home any prizes. We like ah. our thing didn't win, but whatever. I mean, it was still fun. I didn't think we were gonna win. I mean, I guess we could have. I think we had the best presentation because our uh, presenter, like he, he killed it. It was awesome. And then um, I think our we had the most complete product, but it wasn't like that. Like wowing. It was just like it was like something that it's not like new idea. It's just like we executed it in a way that would you know be useful and like we did it in just that weekend. Awesome. Well, congratulations for participating in your first hackathon. Yeah, sorry, to, sorry to no win, but it sounds like you had a great time. So it's a, I heard you also met a celebrity. Who'd you meet? Yeah, so while we were over there at the um, the 30 Rock uh, studios and stuff, uh, in the mornings, um, we, we got a tour of the Today Show set because uh, some, like I'm kind of involved with like that whole setup or whatever. But um, we got, we were on stage like while they were live filming the KLGH show and uh afterward like we had like a our friend who was one of the stage manager people they um you know we're like being shuffled around there's like not that many people there they're like moving the sets and like we're just hanging out like right you know watching them film and stuff but after like a segment they pulled over Hoda and we got to take pictures with her and hang out with her and stuff that was pretty cool so where's the picture of you and Hoda you have it here to share uh, I don't have it I do I don't have it like pulled up uh, Hold on, I can actually pull it up because I have another picture ready as well, and um, I think it might be the next one in the... No, because it's the thing. Let's see. I think that I can pull it up. 
I, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. You're like uh, the little train that could. I know. All right. I got it pulled up. So here is me hanging out on the set of the Today Show with Hoda. Oh, that's kind of small. Can I zoom? Let's see. I don't know. Let's see. I don't think I can zoom. Anyways, that's, it's that's there. Good. You can see me on the side, and she's in the middle. And then there's, like, my coworkers and team, pretty much, sitting, pretty, up, like, there also. But Pretty cool, pretty cool. Yep. Oops, that's my mouse. It's over here. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. And it was just cool to hang out in New York. Like, I don't go there that often. It's a cool place. There you go. Pretty good story. Pretty good. You got to meet the celebrities. You got to go on the Saturday Night Live stage. You got to do a little hackathoning. Sounds like yeah, a good week. yeah. So, I know. Sounds like a good it's week. A lot of stuff. Stuffed out. Um, I just uh, like I was gonna go to um, Skateroki yesterday too, but I was too tired from just doing so much stuff. Also, I got my flu shot. Probably, I'm kind of like tired from that too. Oh I hope everyone gosh. got their flu shots. I've got mine so long ago. You're 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 uh, you're old hat, man. This is the new flu shot. I mean, like for this year. That's what I the got. One you I got before the flu. The flu moves so fast now. I you're probably not. super susceptible. Eh, whatever. I'm already. I already got the flu that you have, so I'm not going to get it anymore. <laughs> um. So uh, it's Halloween's coming up. You doing any prep prep stuff for Halloween? Uh, I don't really have too many. Halloween plans. I was thinking of like how did I always wonder about how to do my front porch light because like I'm not gonna give out candy or anything. Like, do would even people come? I don't know. But I like want to have the light off, but I like to have the light on always, anyways. I don't know. Like, I don't know how that works. But um, yeah, I probably will just hang out with like my sister and her kids, and we do um, you know trick or treating and stuff. But I did just pick up a new costume for Jeff which is pretty cool. Last year, he was a taco. And this was the other picture that I had prepped. And uh, this year, he is an old-timey sailor. So here is old-timey sailor Jeff picture. And I think it looks pretty good. He, um, I like how his, like, chin hair or whatever, I guess technically chin hair is a beard, but it looks extremely beardy in the picture. So he has, like, a sailor beard. He looks kind of gruff. And I got, I got some nautical things in the background there. What are the nautical things in the background? Like there's a scuba diving flag and like an old-timey suitcase. Oh, my there. gosh. I didn't realize you put up props on this one. Jeez. I didn't put up props. That's just stuff in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it was unintentional props, you know? Is that in your living room for all the muff diving you do? The muff diving, it is, that is, that's my uh, muff diving uh, accessories. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, speaking of muff diving, Playboy announced that they're, uh, they're not, no, they're no longer going to do uh, full I news. I know, that's crazy. I mean, like, the, the articles that I was reading about it were saying, like, now you can really say it was just for the articles. <laughs> I mean, it's, how is it going to be any different than Maxim at this point? It's going to be totally the same. It'll probably be, like, more classy. It'll be like, like it'll, I don't know, like so Maxim is like, like blatantly unclassy. So it'll I think be like it's gonna be like I don't know. What do you think it'll be like? Um, something like the New Yorker, but with uh, maybe like GQ, GQ or Rolling Stone, but with nude. Uh, like oh yeah, like well, I think Rolling Stone is probably a better comparison, except for the except I don't know what the theme would be. Just like Men's Club, I guess. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't even know Playboy was still around. So frankly, like, I guess any news at this point about about the Playboy brand is good news for them. I know, but like they did the whole. They're gonna do the PG-13. I don't even think. I don't even think there's gonna be topless chicks, maybe, but they're gonna do it so they can get in rotation as not a like adult magazine because then they can like increase their readership. I guess, and they could be put in uh, like doctors' offices. Yeah, I know. That'd be pretty funny. I mean, the internet is so pervasive in terms of, like, pornography. Yeah, that's what they said. The reason that they did it is because, like, they can't compete with the internet. Like, it's, like, not... It's, like, normal to have, like, super graphic weird porn now. 
I mean, and I feel like even just regular magazines also have like nudity. Like I remember Lindsay Lohan was like naked in a magazine not too long ago, and really, yeah, Kim Kardashian was naked in a ma- regular magazine. It's oh, like that's I, right, yeah. I feel I like mean, those American Apparel ads. Yeah, those are those are those make me want to take a shower every time I see Speaking them. Yeah, I heard American Apparel filed for bankruptcy. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of. I mean, it's. I like American Apparel, like, but. Yeah, since it's all made in America or whatever, like it seems like expensive. The stuff was already kind of expensive. I don't know. It seems like they would be able to stay in business. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, uh, it'd be funny if American Apparel was bought by a non-American company. I know. I that know. one, like, they'd have to like. Yeah, it just gets bought by China, and like all the stuffs outsourced. But they basically only buy the brand. <laughs> exactly, American Apparel, and then they don't even sell it in America. They just sell. They're it gonna. Everywhere. They're going to have, like, uh, American Apparel-branded Chinese MP3 players and TVs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be, like, the super generic. It's like Polaroid or, like, any of those other brands that just got bought. They just slap it on, like, all products. Right. <laughs> there was, like, I think it was an old Simpsons episode. It's like, ooh, is that a, it's like a Sorny Walkman. A uh, Sorny? Sorny, yeah. I, I like the, the I ooh, can't remember. It's, it's like a DDoS. Or, no, that's regular, but. A D-dums or something where they have four stripes instead of three. Oh. Like, you get an extra stripe. Uh, uh, com- it's instead of um, two one star Converse, it's like two star Converse. Yeah, yeah. an extra star, and you pay less. Instead of a, a Nike swoosh, it's a Nike swish. Yeah, swish. <laughs> it's just like upside down. I wonder if you mirror it, it would count as like copyright. Um. The um, that's a great question. I think it's like usually. I've seen, I think we've talked about this before with colors and the usage of colors on products. Oh, it's just like, is it like a feel? Can they do the feeling or something of it? So they could copyright the color. For instance, like Cadbury has like a certain purple. Oh as, yeah. As it relates to milk chocolate, um, I believe there was another shoe company. I think we. I'm pretty sure we talked about this on the show before, but there was another shoe. But you know. We might as well talk about it again. Uh, there was I know, show. yeah. It's not like we can reference this. Go back yeah. and listen to episode 23 where we talked about this. There's a shoe company called like Labutan or like something like that that have red soles on the bottom. They're like pretty fancy shoes. And I guess like another uh, company. I know brings... that uh, like um, campers, they had red soles. These, this is like a dress shoe. It's called Labutan. It's a very specific women's shoe. Oh and, yeah, um, it's and they're very fancy and expensive. And I think like Michael Kors or I have no, I can't remember exactly who it was. Started doing shoes with red bottoms, and they like got sued because they were like using a red bottom. <laughs> um, um, but speaking of controversy, ho, 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 um, <laughs> last Sunday I guess an article came out in the New York Times regarding this uh, daily fantasy football. Um, I don't know. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you it's seriously those ads are everywhere. I'm, like, getting annoyed at it. At first, I was like, hmm, wow, this is a big thing. But now it's just annoying. It's, like, way too in your face. How much do they spend on all advertising? So, apparently, I thought I saw a stat, and I'd have to look it up. But they had spent more advertising than, like, car companies, something, something. Like, all these ad- all of them combined. It was, yeah, like, some dude. crazy number. We're talking about FanDuel, if people who might not know. <clears throat> so much advertising. It's everywhere. I'm surprised they don't have like the sticker on all the jerseys. So they they spent a um, let's see I, I I saw a number here. So this came out on September 15th. So this was last <laughs> like this was like the first week of the of the NFL. Or uh, they spent 27 million dollars on advertising in the first week of the NFL. That's crazy. And so and it's not slowed down. I feel like it just keeps going. So, um, but the the controversy that, that so are they they're probably gonna like take over the whole uh, Super Bowl ad section. It's just gonna be like one like fifteen minute long uh, FanDuel commercial. <laughs> I know it's it's yeah I know. Um, but so there was some some news came out about this. Um, oh boy, my phone is ringing here. Oh boy, what's what's going on? What's going on? It's uh, it's it's my my wife calling from Germany. Oh my gosh! 
Um, anyway, so now I feel bad because I can't answer the phone. I'm not going to answer the phone on air. Can I do that? Well, I mean, you have like you have a video and audio like thing. When I don't, I don't think she'd want to be on the show. No. Yeah. So anyway, um, so that totally derailed me. I know. Well, speaking of for a uh, fill-in, just to let everyone know, you can. This is live, and you can tweet at us at Fresh and Par on Twitter. Or if you comment on Facebook or on YouTube, we'll, we'll get back to you with answers to your questions or anything you want to talk about. Also, you can just do that afterwards if you're listening to it later, and uh, we'll, we'll try to get back to you. So back to the fantasy, um, the fantasy, uh, the fantasy football stuff. So apparently, they're um, they're going to there there's some rules in place that they had to enforce because I guess the expose said that DraftKings. Um, employees were playing on fantasy football sites on FanDuel's, the competing site, yeah. while, poten- while potentially using some information. So uh, you may have heard the story, and maybe you don't play fantasy, daily fantasy football, but I'll explain this to you in kind of like very basic terms so that you could kind of get – so you could talk about this amongst your friends if you just want to seem knowledgeable about it. Um, yeah. But so essentially the way the, the – I just said essentially. See how I do this? I knew it. Essentially. Um, so the way that the scoring works is that you get a, a set that, uh, uh, a set amount of money, so fake money. Not, so like you pay two dollars or whatever, and you enter, in and they, they have like you can win upwards of a million dollars in particular different tournaments and stuff. Um, but you pick, you get set a value of let's say a hundred thousand dollars to spend, right? And each yeah. player, depending on their their um, past performance and algorithms and stuff like that, have values associated with them. So you could, and you have to have a quarterback two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a kicker, and a defense. And you have to spend all of your money and, um, and put it into the, the formula, and then you can't ex- go more than that, and then that's your entry. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but it's, so it's not even like a trick. It's just like using both at the same time. What do you mean, using both at the same time? Like with the, the – wait. Like with the values – to know so the, the values of the players or whatever. So, well, here the value. Everyone can see the values, but what people cannot see is who's using who. Okay. Yeah. So the thing is, is that really in these big high tournament stuff, you kind of want to be the only person picking the player that's going to do well. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you want to have shares of players or players on your roster that are less frequently used that have a, a potential to kind of go off in terms of getting a lot of points. When I mean go off, I mean like score a lot of points that week. Because it's it, it's kind of like a, a big game, like a, a counter. It's not like you want to have the high, you want to have the highest score, but you want to have the highest score with players that potentially people didn't use. And because yeah, yeah, because then they don't get those points either. Yeah, exactly. So DraftKings, the employees were essentially they had um, internal data that they could look at and on their site that say, oh, look, no one's using this player, no one's using this player, no one's using this player. You mean so the people who work there? Yeah, and oh, they were. Yeah. They were you. It's now again. It's purported. I don't know if it's true. They were using, or whether they did or didn't. But this is what the accusing is: is that, that they were using that to to play on Fanduel, and, and there was a bunch of people who won all this money on Fanduel that were DraftKings employees, and uh, I think they set up to six million dollars or something. That like doesn't that. seem. It's not like illegal though. Well, it sort of is because you're 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 might be breaking terms of service as a company employee to like use. Yeah, but you're using the other service. Right, but you're using information that no other service has. Do you, know, do you understand you're using – it's sketchy is what I'm getting at. I mean, it's sketchy, but I think probably they didn't break any rules. They might have broke rules of FanDuel, like FanDuel's rules, terms of service. Which, which one is – I mean, the competitor site that they're using, I don't think that they broke their rules because they didn't use their data. True, so you don't find this to be somewhat. I mean, it's yeah, it's like totally gaming it and like cheating pretty much, but because you have information that other people don't have, that's all. Right. That's but I guess no, like I can't see any like term that would mean that that's. I mean, that would be like the same as like just having a group of friends, but like a hundred friends, and then you all like know all of your own stats. You know what I mean? Right, and then you like everyone's researching, and then like, but everyone lets each other know like what they're doing or whatever. Then you could find those like low people, you know, like the people that weren't used. Right. So that's the um, 
That's the gist is what I'm getting at. That's the, um, that was the, the expose. So this guy won 300 and some thousand dollars and he had to give it back, I guess. He had to give it back? Yeah, because they, I, I don't know. And then they banned them temporarily from playing on other competitor sites. Um, and then now today, literally today, five hours ago, Nevada gaming regulators ban daily fantasy sports from the state. Oh, yeah, I did just read that because they said it's gambling. Right, which is exactly the opposite of what why it's legal right I know, now. It's because a, it should be like a game of skill. Right, so there was a loophole, I guess, in the game act from sometime in the 2000s that somehow allowed fantasy sports to, like, skirt the rules of gambling because technically poker is also a game of... of um, of skill. A game so are all the hard games, like blackjack. Right. That's why. That's why here in Washington we have like card rooms all over the place because they're games of skill. But they can't have slot machines because that's a game of chance. Well, you know what's interesting is that Washington is one of the few states that is. It, it was uh, now it's I guess one of six states. It was five states. Now it's six states. Now that Nevada has banned it. Um, yeah. It's now Washington State is one of the few states that bans explicitly ban it. Uh, you know, so you can't play daily fantasy sports in Washington State. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, my friend wanted to do it, but he couldn't do it. Right. It's kind of so. I guess it's kind of one of these things. It's. I do think it's a game of skill, but I do also think it's gambling. Doesn't mean I don't think they have to be mutually exclusive. I think they could. Yeah, I don't just, think so either. Right. So um. So anyway, that that. That's out there. So my and then it came out even again that um, mo- the ga- like the edge of the people who play the game, essentially the 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 professional gamblers are involved highly in these environments. Yeah, and they max out their um, they max out the amount of entries they could put into these tournaments, and they're playing like five hundred, six hundred ca- like cards, if you will. Yeah, right. And they said that, and there was like another story that. The odds and the, the 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 you would have to be extremely lucky, like way lucky, like win the lottery, lucky to do this because it's it's in such the favor of the people who play so many cards. Because oh yeah, it, yeah, like the, the, it, just playing one is not going to work. The commercial it says like he can beat his friends every week. Right. So here's the thing: is that you could play in your own competition just with your friends like 10 people or whatever like that and and it could be just people you know you could have a private i think a private league there's also there's also head-to-head right so it's just you versus somebody else um so that would be less there wouldn't be all the the gaming of the entries and all that stuff and then um lastly there is another type of tournament that's in these daily fantasies they call 50 50s which yeah. it's instead of like stacking, so like the top tier gets like the top first place gets a big amount of money, and then it slowly goes down from there until you get to a, a payout stops. In those leagues, fifty uh, percent of the league, like whatever, forty nine point, whatever, fifty percent get half the they double their money, and the other fifty percent lose their money. Yeah, so they I know it doesn't this, seem like you're going to be winning millions of dollars like they make it out to sound like. No, it wouldn't be millions of dollars, but th- they do fifty fifties of like hundred dollars. A thousand dollars, so you could you could win substantial amounts of money, but you have to risk a substantial amount of money. To, yeah, uh, and I guess if you're really good, they say you could grind out a, uh, you know, if you're like a more advanced, really stats oriented individual, more than likely you'll place in those fifty fifty. So people are making careers out of this now. Yeah, um, but the thing is, it only lasts sixteen weeks. Whereas like professional poker players could play year round. I guess there are baseball, fantasy daily baseball as well. So, and there's hockey and basketball, but you just have to spend your entire life analyzing sports and applying that to the um, so that you have a positive. Love that though. I know, I know, but it just requires. It's not. This is definitely not the way that they. I actually get upset, and then that is that's the one that bothers me. So. When I went to see, and I talked about this in a previous episode, I went to watch the Scientology movie. Oh, yeah. And in that movie, it was, like, really kind of abrasive and in-your-face and also kind of jarring. And at one point, they said, you don't have to join uh, Scientology, but that would be stupid. 
was one of the things they said. I remember them saying that. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, that is a really underhanded tactic, kind of making you feel bad, and like you're gonna like then join. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just kind of sleazy. Yeah, and it's I, all like psychological stuff. Right. And so, and then, so I happened to be watching one of the one of the ten thousand different commercials for DraftKings, or <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure which one it is, FanDuel or DraftKings. And I know what like, I said the other one. I realized. Oh wait, maybe it was that one. I don't remember which one it is. Right. But there's one where it's like. Oh, if you don't play, if you love fantasy sports and you don't play uh, like daily fantasy sports, you're stupid. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, that, is, that needs to go. That needs to go because that is just atrocious and manipulative. And um, but anyway, so um, it, so my advice to you is if you have uh, if you if you stick to the games that I mentioned. I don't play daily fantasy sports, but I've done enough research. I play regular fantasy sports with my friends, and I listen to a lot of fantasy uh, podcasts and fantasy news, so I know a lot about it. Do um, they talk about the daily apps on the fantasy on the podcasts? I think that they couldn't avoid it. Yeah, they ha- well, you have to. It's such a huge part of the game now. Yeah, like, le- like league and drafting and draft strategy is like a big part of early season kind of. Um, um, you know, podcast topics and 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 who to start and who to sit is like a common thing that happens. But now the it's it's not about it's not about drafting. It's not about waiver wire pickups because you could pick up players every week or whatever. It's more yeah. along the lines of who's the who what's their value in Fanduel? Who's a good value on Fanduel for this yeah. week? That sounds and, that sounds even more annoying. It's way the hobby. It's really annoying. And on top of that, I think ESPN had all sorts of DraftKings integration in a lot of their stuff. Oh yeah, because they like paid hella for all the stuff. Right, and they had it. They actually amped it down. They brought it down, and and they they were originally including some daily fantasy analysis and a lot of stuff to the point where people started cr- like cr- like essentially complaining. So they had to like almost strip the daily fantasy stuff from the, the traditional fantasy stuff because people were just getting so infuriated with what was happening with the uh, daily fantasy. Kind yeah, of no, they they went hard. Like this is the first year I've seen it too. Like it's like. It wasn't like a buildup. It's like, bam, 100% this like FanDuel, whatever other one is called. It's been around for probably two to three years, like for, like for real, real, like you could do it. Um, the issue in the past, these have been around for a really long time, these daily fantasy things, but the, I guess a lot of them would take your money and close shop and like you'd lose your money. So this yeah. is like the first time where it's a legit organization that will like pay you out your money. But it, yeah. it, it, just as like, I'm saying it's legit, I just spent like the last 20 minutes before saying like, hey, there was aspects of this that are not legit at all. <laughs> I mean, so, it is legit. It's just like, it's easy to game if you have the inside knowledge is what you're saying. It's easy to game. And it's also easy to game if you have a lot of money and to kind of like stack, stack the... the, the um, I feel like that's just life. Stack the if you have a lot of money, you stack everything for you. You just have it's like a negative, probably a negative EV for you or I. Even though, like a ne- like even though expected value, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. probably a negative expected value because we just don't have the straight up edge because we don't play to the maximum, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like betting the back odds on your craps, uh, you know, uh, bet. You know, it's yeah, like. Yeah. Some, it's like you would love to put down, you know, 5X, but that's a lot of money, you know? So you're like, maybe I'm only going to put down two behind it or three behind it because you just, like, you don't feel comfortable, like, placing all that into one shot. So you kind of, like, trickle it out. And so you don't win big and, and you don't lose big, but you end up losing more often than you win because you're not playing as best as possible. Fantasy sports, ugh. So anyway, um, we spent a lot of time on that, and I know, I know. Leonard... <laughs> Leonard always gives says, eh, they'll probably talk about, that's a terrible Leonard, by the way. Uh, eh, they'll probably talk about fantasy sports or something like that when he sometimes when he promos us on his show. So yeah. now I've just lived up to his like bad promoing. <laughs> that's cool. He he promos it though. Yeah, I still gotta get the um the uh soon to be named network like site with the links to everything else set up. Ugh. I yet. know. So but, I think um, I wanted to talk briefly about The Martian. Oh, yeah. I still need to see that. Um, so maybe I should hold off. Should I hold off until you see it? I guess. I mean, were you going to talk in depth? No, I wasn't going to spoil it, but I did want to talk about it. So I'll wait. Why don't, why don't we... I, I'll Maybe I'll, I'll try to maybe see it this weekend if I have time. Okay. I do really um, want to see it, though. Did you see it in 3D? Is it 3D? I did not see it in 3D. I saw it in regular D. 
good old two D. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I also wanted to talk Minority Report. Do you want to talk Minority Report? Oh yeah, the show. Yeah, the TV show. Have you seen it? Uh, no. I like the movie, but like I heard you guys talking at um the office or whatever about like how it's a sequel, like years after the movie. I thought it was just like a new interpretation or something. Yeah, so the plot is this, is that the three twins, and I don't know their names because I'm not Isn't good that like triplets? them. No, it's, I'm sorry, it's not three twins. It's two twi- a set of twins and a, and a sister. So two guys and a sister. Yeah. And uh, they were the, the, the kind of the three... The precogs. Yeah, they were the precogs from the movie. They're, so after, uh, excuse me, oh, after the movie, they shut down that um, pre-crime unit yeah, and they threw them on like an island somewhere, and they were free to like do whatever they wanted to do. And so now um, uh, the two brothers are kind of integrating into society again. One's using it for profit and uh, getting an edge, and the other one's trying to decide to to use it for good. The precognition. Yeah. Uh, but the issue is, is that if they're not linked up, they don't. Ha- they only get incomplete portions of this. What's happening? Like. The one that wants to do good only sees images and details that none of the others could see, whereas the other twin brother could get names and context. Oh yeah, right. So they had it. So that's why they were so able to be synced and do that kind of stuff. So the, the, I, I hear the show got its order cut down by ten, so it's not even going to probably be around for a while. Oh, but really? it, it did extend a lot of the cool technology from the movie, which I thought had really cool technology into yeah, the TV like show. A lot. And, Yep, and they did have some interesting, like, funny integrations. Like, I think there was, it was uh, episode, like, season 75 of The Simpsons or something oh, like yeah. that on there. And then um, uh, there was another, oh, there was, like, another reference to the Washington Nationals winning the the uh, the World Series, or at least being in the World Series in this year. And I think it takes place in 2050 or something like 50 that. 50-something. Yeah, 2053 or something like that. So... Um, which is weird to think about it because I, I technically could be alive then, and I would be I would be so old. I'd be an old man. Um, <laughs> Except for they'll have fixed aging by then. Hopefully, I mean they didn't fix them in this thing. So anyway, <laughs> so I it's the show's not awesome, but it's not terrible, and uh, I I kind of enjoyed watching it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's not great, but it's enjoyable. Yeah, I mean. It- it must have a cool technologiness, doesn't it? That's what I was saying. It does have a cool technologiness to it. It's pretty interesting. And they and so one of the things they did in this, I comic book fans will probably understand what I say, is that there was a um, they you know where they put the 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 people that were like pre crime that got arrested because even though they hadn't commit the crime, um, they were set, sent away and put into kind of like a haloing system where they were like stuck in their own minds or whatever. Um, but when that um, the the that that service of the police department, the pre-cog crime unit, unit, yeah, where that got disabled after the movie, the these people who were put into this jail of whatever this mind jail um, are all a bit crazy now yeah. because it was like a mind jail, and so now there's this in this world there's like this Arkham Asylum esque um, you like place like that's where all these people are crazy. From being a, being stuck in this like mind jail, so I thought that was an interesting thing, and it, I think there was a lot of stuff you could play off of there. They already created a villain, sort of pseudo villain, in the first episode from that that unit. But Which like network is it on? Fox. Oh, it's on Fox. Cool. Yeah, my guess is that they're going to end it after ten episodes, and that'll be that. So, what other shows? I've noticed that uh, Modern Family is back. That's pretty cool. I think they're all back. Fresh off the boat is back. Oh yeah, I, I haven't watched those yet, but I've, I haven't watched it yet either. I wanted when's is Archer coming back? When's that back on? That I don't know. We would have to look that up. I will say, um, for whatever reason, my fresh off the boat started like I was watching something and I stopped, and fresh off the boat was recording, so it like went to that channel. Oh yeah, and one scene popped up. I wasn't watching it, but one scene popped up, and uh, the father was coming home. And he's like, um, you know, your dance is coming up or whatever, and. Uh, and and they're like and he's like they're like not now, Dad. And I forget one of his friends. This is like the older son. He's like yeah. not now, Dad. Like Billy got um, Game Genie for uh, for for the Nintendo. Oh, Game Genie, yeah. Game yeah. Genie. And, and, and he's uh. like 
Do you remember the Shaq Fu episode last yeah, season? Shaq Fu episode was awesome too. Yeah, and he's like, now Shaq Fu could throw like uh, this crazy thing during the game, right? And then you know the chubby redheaded kid—that's his friend. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's still bad, but it's a different kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> game Genie was cool. How did the book work? I mean, like you had the Game Genie, and then you had the little book, like that had all the codes for the games. Did you have a Game Genie? I did not. But... So I, ha- I had a Game Genie. So what it did was it you had to, if the if the game was like a new game, there would yeah. be no, and this is back before the internet where there would probably be tons of Game Genie codes like on a web page somewhere, yeah. you know? But no, you had to, the game had to be in the book. And I think they did have subsequent like editions of the book. That That's you what could... I mean. Like it had to be in the book. Like how did that work? Like, I, I have no idea. I just remember like, doing a lot of crazy stuff with the, with the, um, did you ever the, like guess codes or something? So you, so there were people who, like who would try to do it. It was like, um, I, it was alphanumeric or maybe it was just, just letters. And I don't know how it worked. If it just like hacked into the, the I know I'm going to look that up actually, because that would be pretty interesting. Cause that was the first, like, it was just weird that that was an idea. Who thought of that? It's like a way good idea. I know, and it interests. It's in between the cart and the yeah. And the, so it's like yeah. So there was a game called Dino Wars for the NES. Yeah, Dino Wars. I'm gonna look at. I think it was called Dino Wars. You think game makers like hated the game genie? I think that there was like a lawsuit, as a matter of fact, to try to stop it. But I think they lost because they weren't actually doing anything to the cart. Yeah, it was like between the cart. So anyway, there was this. I think it was called Dino Wars. It was a Super Nintendo game. Fairly certain. Um, the game was terrible, if I remember. <laughs> and um, someone on my block was just must have had so much time on their hands. Yeah, they they found the code to do something with Dino Wars. <laughs> like they sat there and just kept adding. Like I don't know how they did it. Like I think there was like a how-to guide in the in the um in the game genie instruction manual yeah and it was like it was like it was like if you do this and it happens there then you could do the, the, there was like a sequencing of events for the game genie that like could get you to kind of do manipulate things but some of them were like make the game unplayable you know what yeah. i'm saying um but yeah that was the that the game the game genie is like one of those lost almost lost to the world kind of things yeah, it was, I wonder if you could do that. No, you can't do it. I mean, now you just have to, like, change the game. I know. How could you... I wonder... That would be cool. It would be awesome to make a Game Genie app. I mean, I guess that's basically what... It, an ad blocker is a Game Genie for ads, basically. But, the game uh, is in my command! But if you had a Game Genie, like, app that, like... So you go in the Game Genie app, and then it looks at all the other apps you have on your phone, and then it would run the other app and then like modify it just like the Game Genie. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like a like a almost like um. And then it had like a settings page, and since it would be online, it could like know what all the games are and how to like mess with them. And then you just have a bunch of like options, like turn on Super Jump, turn on whatever, for all the games. Hmm, that'd be pretty cool. So I was right, actually. Uh, check that out. The introdu- and the intro- well, that never happens. I know, like mark it down. The an introduction of the original NES game genie met, was met by fierce opposition from Nintendo. Nintendo then sued Galoob in the case Galoob versus Nintendo, claiming that Game Genie created derivative works in violation of copyright law. Sales of the Game Genie initially stopped in the U.S., but not in Canada. In many gaming magazines of the time, Galoo plays Game Genie ads saying, thank you, Canada. However, after the uh, courts found that use of the Game Genie did not result in a derivative work, Nintendo could do nothing to stop the Game Genie from being sold in the U.S. Before the lawsuit was filed, Galoo offered to make the Game Genie an officially licensed product, but was turned down by Nintendo. That's Um, crazy. I'm going to read about how it works more. Because, yeah, I haven't thought about that forever. So it says here, around the time of the lawsuit from Gloob, Nintendo tried to use other methods to toward the Game Genie using ROM checksums in later titles intended to detect the cheat modifications. These measures were partially successful, but some could be bypassed with additional codes. Later versions of the Game Genie had the ability to hide Game uh, Genie modifications from checksum routines. 
Majority for the cat mouse, cat and mouse the, version of the game genie and the the consoles. It says here Sega, on the other hand, was a full endorser of the game genie with their seal of approval on the game genie itself. Classic, <laughs> classic Sega. I know that's a good idea. But uh, on in other news, I also noticed that. Uh, Lucky Charms is releasing an official marshmallows only. That's pretty uh, amazing. Well, did you did you happen to to read There's anything about it? I didn't there see the three. catch. The catch is this: what? they're only making ten boxes. No. I believe I believe they're only making no. ten bo- ten boxes of it. I want all the boxes of it. They're, it'll come back if they make it. They're gonna make more. You have to win a contest, but what is brilliant about this, and you can check it out later, is that for the the campaign, it's a social media campaign, get your picture taken with this or whatever. Um, yeah. But Biz, they hired Biz Marquis. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking at the video. I mean, not playing it, but yeah. And he sings the contest rules to the tunes of Just a Friend. Ah, uh, I want to watch it, but it's loud for right now. Yeah, it's... We should freaking... post this. This is postable. We were going to... We're gonna post this on um, on our website and Facebook, even though we haven't even updated the website. But uh, I haven't updated the website. But anyway, that's your dream. You've said it so many times. Sure, wish that Lucky Charms is all marshmallow. I do. I, I saw this and I was just like, if I had is- a butler, I would just have them like buy a bunch of Lucky Charms and get all the marshmallows out and then fill the box. Only Why do you you don't need a butler to do that? You could probably just you know. Yeah, but it makes it more magical because then I don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. I'm saying you could probably get a child, a small child, to do it. Well, I mean, the, my butler would do other things too. I mean, oh, I'm well, not going to get a child just to do the sorting for me. Well, first off, you just you just, just said that it was the butler solely to do this. You didn't say this was a butler for other things as well. Well, I mean, if I had a butler, I was saying. Oh my god. If you had like, a butler this would be one of their tasks. I mean maybe I, mean, I could crowdsource it on like um on like Craigslist or something. <laughs> it's, it's mechanical Turk. But then you <laughs> just like buy like fifty boxes of Lucky Charms and then like hire like two people to like sort out all the marshmallows for me. I think there's a big machine to do it actually. I was just gonna say there's probably a mach- a way a mechanical way to do it, yeah. And then everything I might have to make that's that's a new uh, a new hack hackathon challenge for for me. Make a machine that separates out the marshmallows. That's a pretty good idea. That is a pretty good idea. If you also if you had a butler, would there be any other menial tasks that you to your whim that you would have them do? Uh yeah, I'm sure. Like let's see. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I mean laundry, I guess. No, that's not. I'm not talking. I'm like that's like normal tasks for a butler. I'm thinking like out of the ordinary. Like I'm a celebrity. Only give me green jelly beans, kind of thing. Oh, like that. Yeah. No, I'd probably have some. Oh, I, that's I mean, I think that I have those that I do for myself. That it would be weird for other people, but I can't think of what they are right now. Hmm. I would have to think about it too. As a matter of fact, maybe we should think about it and come back next week. And yeah. People- what would you have? What weird menial tasks would you have a butler do if you had one? That's right. a good one. Yeah, and and folks, if you tweet Hashtag at us, if I had a butler, if I had a, that's right. <laughs> Hashtag if I had a butler, tell us what you would like your butler to do, and we will read every single tweet that comes to us. With, <laughs> we'll read every single tweet that uh, that has that hashtag that uh, that's sent to us. You got it. So I mean, if you, if you just send us a tweet, it doesn't really matter what it says. We'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So if I had a butler, do the butler one. <laughs> If I had a butler, hashtag if I had a butler at Fresh and Power, tell us what you, what weird thing would you have your butler do that makes, that's uniquely you? And we'll read them out loud. I hope you enjoy it. I guess that's mine good, is, yeah, one of them is separate the Lucky Charms marshmallows. That's a great I'm hashtag. I'm actually probably going to do that this weekend. I'm thinking this could take off. This, if I had a butler hashtag, it could really explode. Yeah. I think I know how to make a machine that would do it. All right, get back in focus here. Back in focus. No more thinking about that stuff. I don't know. I'm just thinking of, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I think there's uh, two things that I wanted to talk about. Lamar Odom. So originally, you know, they said it was a drug overdose, but did you see the latest update from today? No. Wait, who's that? The, the Kardashian guy that, like, collapsed. He was married to 
Courtney or not Courtney? I forget which which card. Uh, card uh, basketball player, but yeah, what about him? About the basketball player, he like they found him in a brothel and they had to take him. He was unconscious. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. And they said it was a drug overdose, but then now they're saying yeah, there was some withdrawal uh, drugs involved, some cocaine. But he took ten tabs of a sexual performance enhancer supplement called uh, Reload. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently. This uh, this actually does. They did. It's not on the label, but it does apparently contain um, sildenafil. S i l d e n a f i l, which is the actual active ingredient of Viagra. But it's not on the. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's a pretty sweet package. Looking at the website here, it's like uh, the pill on the end of a gun with a chick holding up the gun and kissing it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand how you could take ten of those. Apparently, it's like a like a an upper, but it also it does uh, it does actually have, though not in the ingredients, the active ingredient of Viagra, which, by the way, is crazy. The fact that they snuck that in there, um, that they stuck the real thing in there. Yeah, and also it's like completely the the FDA just said if you have any of this, throw it away immediately. It's what Why? The FDA, because it's it's just unsafe. Is unsafe because it should be it should be prescribed. It says um, it says something like you know it it has all I mean, the stuff gonna just like make the market explode. Well, I mean it's I mean is it? It just causes the guy of celebrity to kind of like get hospitalized and be out of it. Hella. Um. So apparently, I mean, you, could, you could get Viagra subscribed or prescribed, and then just eat the whole bottle and also like get sick. Right, but here's the thing. A prescription of Viagra comes with a list of med- warnings and stuff. There's no warnings on this. This is not FDA approved. And on top of this, it says here that um, some herbal sexual enhancement pills are marketed as a natural way of combating the side effects of cocaine use. So this guy was clearly up to no good. I mean, all of, like, the natural, yeah, it's so dumb, anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's just, they're all just buzzwords. <laughs> so, that doesn't um, mean anything. No, no, of course not. Um, to close up the show, this I I just put this together right now, and um, and I thought it was interesting. And I this is also something I'm gonna maybe tweet out to the audience or whatever. But um, so it came out today that the CIA post 9/11 used a particular song or a particular band to um, assault the senses of terror suspects. Really. And, yeah, and the band they used was this British boy band called Westlife. Oh, that's what I didn't know what the like word was. Um, I could not believe. First off, I don't remember any. I don't remember any songs by Westlife at all. You remember? You know that you knew who it was. No, I didn't. So I went on YouTube and I listened to it, and it was torture. However. <laughs> It got me thinking because even though it was terrible, like I was thinking like, I wonder how many times like I would really, before it became like crazy bad for me. But then I started thinking about songs that I just think if I had to listen to more than once would be torture. Yeah. There's a lot, dude. There is a lot, but I, so I quickly compiled the list of like seven or eight um, songs that I could think of off the top of my head that, and it, it took a while. And I, now that I'm thinking I came up another one, uh, so, the first one I think was it was like Air Supply. You know, Air Supply, the band Air Supply. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I can't remember exactly who it is, but um, like I thought I liked them maybe. So they have they're from the seventies and they sing in this like high pitched voice. And I couldn't think of a specific Air Supply song that I disliked tremendously. So I just went to YouTube and typed in Air Supply hit, and the first one that came up was All Out of Love. And I listened to it, and I was like, I know for sure. If this song was played over and over and over again, I would lose my freaking mind. It's like, I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. Oh, my God. I would lose my mind. <laughs> I'm losing my mind just hearing you uh, humming right now. <laughs> um, so uh, d- I like Pete and the Bluefish is definite there. Oh, you reading my list? Over? You can't just blow my list right now. Come on. So I'm going to read some of mine, and while I'm reading some of mine, you should try to think off the top of your head. Uh, I can't think of songs off the top of my head. That's rough. How about tunes or anything in particular? 
No. But I like okay. your list. Okay, so I'll, I'll start reading my list. This one, for sure, and it may not even take a complete listening of the track. Friday by that Rebecca Black. Do you know that song, Friday? Oh, is it the one like with the YouTube music video? Yes. Oh, that yeah, song. yeah, that one. That's pretty bad. That might be the worst song I've heard in a decade. What? I mean, yeah. it's pretty bad, but it's not that bad. It's that bad. It doesn't. It 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 makes no sense. Mute like from a songwriter's perspective, it doesn't follow logical courses of action. I know that's kind of cool about it. That's not cool about it because her voice is oh no. I know. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, that one is like so bad that it's not that bad. All right. So I'm gonna play that. I, I feel like probably in, Insane Clown Posse is definitely worse than that. Right. So here's the thing. I tried to pick things that I know I've heard a lot. Yeah. And so, like, I know there's probably some heavy metal, like, like death metal stuff that would drive I me like home. death metal. I think death metal's good. Yeah, but what about bad death metal? This is my point. I'm sure there's tons of bands. So I'm just picking songs that I could think of. And I didn't... This wasn't, like, an in-depth list, and it was just stuff off the top of my head. And then oh, it was... Oh, 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 okay, because I'm reading it. Okay. <laughs> you list, you list. <laughs> um... So my next one was Hootie and the Blowfish, and this was not anything in particular, but I do remember specifically being completely offended by their second single off that first album. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what song that was, but it was terrible. But I'm just telling you, anything from Hootie and the Blowfish would just drive me bonkers. Agree or disagree? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't even know that much, like, any of their, many of their songs, but... Okay, this one, this one was so, it was like, oh, of course, Limp Biscuit. I did it all for the Nookie. I didn't you know like Limp Biscuit, or, uh, I don't like any of their songs. Also, um, on the thing of Limp Biscuit is, uh, the Park one, Linkin Park. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Lincoln I feel Park. like they are, those are, like, super similar, right? Yeah, it's, they're they're close. You're right. Lincoln Park could have made this list, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm putting that in the the Limp Biscuit bunch. And how about Three Eleven? That band too was pretty terrible. Probably, I don't remember Three Eleven that much. I think it was I like they it, sing it, a song it. called "Down." Do you remember that song? No. No. Okay, well, that song's terrible. And if I had a... No, that was 311. They're not on the list here. No, Creed is next, and Creed is terrible. Oh, uh, I, I feel like Creed is... I think I like some Creed songs, but I don't know any. Like, I can't think of any that are Creed songs. All right, so next week, come prepared to defend your like of any Creed. I think I can only do one challenge at a time, and then we're going to do this Butler thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> so the next one is Right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy. What? I can't hear that song more than once. That song is good. It's it's. What about Barbie Girl then? I feel like that's on similar lines with that. Ooh, yeah, that's no good either. That's no Barbie good either. Girl. The video? Have you seen the video? Right. A long time ago. That's still on YouTube. I know it's on YouTube. I can watch it later, and I'm still. It's not gonna make me like the song anymore. I want to watch the video for "I'm Too Sexy." Oh, have you seen the video for Who Let the Dogs Out? Because that's also really good. Oh, I meant to put that on here. Who Let the Dogs Out is a terrible... Who Let the Dogs Out? That song's awesome. No, that song is terrible. I feel like I could, like, I could go on, like, I think, actually, I kind of want to challenge myself and go on, like, an airplane flight somewhere that's kind of far and just listen to Who Let the Dogs Out the whole time on loop. (laughs) I think I could do it. I could do that. How long is the flight? How long is the flight? Like to New York or something? Six hours. You know, uh, that is. Ch- you should. Be, I challenge you to that. The next I time know, you're going to do like a pretty good challenge, like j- j- something like. <laughs> I can totally imagine doing it. I'm pretty sure I could do it. Oh, you can I just watch a movie. You know what? I just thought of another song I can never hear again. The theme song to the police. You remember that show, show the police, um, cops. Oh, oh, yeah, what? Bad boys, yeah. bad boys. What yeah. you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, continue the list. Continue the list. Well, I'm adding that one. Bad boys, bad boys. What, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Not, I don't think these are songs that the CIA could use. Uh, to because, uh, torture people, because, which is supposed to be the premise, right? 
I'm telling you, if I could create a torture list, a torture playlist. As a matter of fact, I made like that's make, that's a better challenge. Create a torture, a torture playlist. <laughs> that's the way that you phrase that. <laughs> um, and that's we, a good idea. <laughs> why don't we? Uh, we should create a playlist on Spotify. Is Spotify have playlists? I forget. There's like public playlists you could create for Spotify, right? Probably, yeah. We could do that. That would be pretty fun. Or maybe we could make a YouTube, like a YouTube playlist. Oh, you could definitely do a YouTube one. Yeah, so maybe we could do that, like a, a torture playlist. Fresher yeah. Parlance's torture playlist. What was the, What was your next ones? Oh, this one, like Cotton Eye Joe. Do you know that song, Cotton Eye Joe? Yeah, I was going to say, that's not that bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what would you do? What would you do? Cotton Eye Joe, or whatever, right? <laughs> Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Yeah, that song. Oh my gosh. No. I feel like yeah, I can see that being a super like crappy, annoying song, but I have to try listening to one of these songs like five times in a row and see how that goes. I feel like that would be a good judgment. Um. Oh, you know what? Be a song. I think there's this. I forget how it goes. It's um. They play it at sporting events, and it's it's part of like a, a like a instrumental. And oh. it's like, it's like, it's like uh, it's I just, you know what I'm talking about? Oh my God. That song would drive me crazy too. I just got a message from Jared that says he was watching the show until we were started making fun of Hootie. Not cool. <laughs> and he will not be listening to uh to who let the dogs out on the flight on the flight home. <laughs> oh, very very appropriate topic since he's heading back to New York. Um, and my last one is Chubba Wumba Thub Thumping. I don't I don't know that song. Uh, I have another whiskey drink. I have a vodka drink. I have a cider drink. I have a lager drink. I got the song that remind me of the good times. I got the songs that remind me of the better times. I don't know, but one that I could not listen to that I super don't like, and it was annoying because it was super popular, is What Does the Fox Say or whatever. Oh, that song was terrible, too. That's a great that one. That song would be a torture song for me. That like I feel like that's probably... That's my least liked song in the last decade or whatever. There was a Green Day song <clears throat> that they played the, the crap out of. Um... Where it was him on acoustic guitar, and he another day, your mouth when you like you do some sort of like vibrato mouth when you time of my time of your life, Green Day. Oh, time of your life. Yeah, they did play that a lot, but that's pretty good. It's a pretty good song, but the fact that I heard it so much, it would drive me crazy. That's true. There's a lot of those. I feel, I like, also, there's, I feel like there's a lot of songs from the 90s that that they played, um, like maybe Collective Soul or something. Like those really kind of, oh, Rob Thomas, um, those songs. I don't, I don't know that. Anyway, but anyway, those are just ones I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah. We also um, got a, um, a no eye patch shout out because I, I don't have the eye patch because dumb google whatever is not working right but sorry no eye patch i i can't believe we had a hootie defender two hootie defenders oh my god <laughs> hashtag hootie defender yeah um anyway i think uh I don't, <laughs> well this we're gonna create a playlist if you have songs you want to add to the playlist hit us up at torture playlist no, oh, no, it's fresh, hashtag torture playlist. Hashtag torture playlist at Fresh and Poor, not at torture playlist. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll, maybe we can make it public and everyone or, can... Or, I mean, yeah, or, like, yeah, you can suggest some, or you can just, like, email us at the show at freshandparlance.com or, or comment on uh, the Facebook. Like, we've, we've had some comments on Facebook. And then, or just, like, yeah. Yeah, so by all means, do that. Uh, it's kind of... Um, this this was a this show turned out to be pretty good. We were laughing. It did for like zero <laughs> prep. We don't, we don't need prep. Hey, I did a little prep. I put some songs together. You did, actually, yeah, you did. You put a lot of stuff. Um, so uh, I think it's time to do the. Uh, we're part of yeah. the soon to be named network. We have the Long Box Heroes podcast, um, with uh, Leonard and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and I forget the last person. This Todd, thank you. 
Uh, we have Podvocacy with Dave and uh, uh, man, we should write. I should write these down. And Jason, uh, Prodigal <laughs> Sons podcast. We need to like, write them down on the website with links. Well, you know, what? I'm not even going to use the names anymore. I'm just going to be like, we have the Prodigal Sons podcast. They talk about stuff, politics, yeah. what have you. Check them out. Prodigal Sons podcast. That song. Dot com. Um, Longbox Heroes, comic book, sh- uh, they're our tentpole. They have a lot of listeners. They promote us. We promote them. They're good guys. Listen to me feel like comic books. We have uh, uh, the Dadstractions. They haven't done a show in a while, so go to dadstractions.com and check out their back catalog. Podvocacy, uh, they like to do pop culture. They're going to have tons of content. All these shows are coming back on the air. They love to talk uh, pop culture, comic books, TV, you name it. They'll deal with it. And then uh, product, uh, last but not least, uh, Puzzle Warriors 3, which is a weekly podcast about the mobile and PC game Marvel Puzzle Quest. So uh, check those out. Like we're, we're kind of a somewhat of a mashup of all of those plus uh, current current events. Current events, yeah. And I think I was listening to last week's uh, Particle Sons and they said that everyone stole from them. I say, no way. We're not anywhere. We don't, we don't, we have not stole their content at all. And, yeah. plus, and plus all of those guys are all grumpy and angry and sad. And we're you know, fun and happy. Exactly. Exactly. So um, anyway, check them all out. Uh, and uh, certainly check out our back catalog on YouTube and uh, or on iTunes or TuneIn or Stitcher. We're pretty much everywhere. If you want to listen, yeah. you can do so. We're, we're on stuff, basically. Yep. yep. Anything else you want to add before we uh, say uh, uh, goodbye? I think that's, that's sign-off time. All right. Well, this is Parland saying sayonara, muchachos. This is Fresher saying, later taters.